0: I'm in a shouting mood this morning, amen. Can we be, I got a good little sermon I want to give. Can we be a shouting church, amen? I tell you, the more the, the more you shout, the faster we'll go. So if you're quiet, man, this is going to turn into a conference real quick. So I need your help in shouting with me this morning, amen. So I'm going to start out in 1 Kings chapter 18. We're talking about Elijah in verse 41, it said, Elijah said to Arab, go and get something to eat and drink, for I hear a mighty rainstorm coming. So Ahab went to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed down to the top of the Mount Carmel and bowed low to the ground and prayed with his face between his knees. Then the servant said, go out and look towards the sea. When the servant went, he looked and returned to Elijah and said, I don't see anything. Seven times Elijah told him to go look. And finally the seventh time the servant told him, I saw a little cloud rising about the size of a man's hand, rising from the sea. Elijah shouted, hurry to Arab. Tell him, climb in your chariot, go back home. If you don't hurry, the rain will stop you. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time that there... Is a storm coming. Father God, Lord, I thank you for the rain and the drought, God. And I just ask that you just bless us this morning, that you open our hearts, that we may receive what you have for us this morning. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. amen. So my title of my sermon this morning, there's a storm coming. Amen, so many of us we think of storms in our lives and we run and a lot of times if we would stop and embrace the storms in our lives God would do a mighty work in our lives if we embrace the storms. Amen Amen. See we see elijah here and I love elijah because his name means god is yahweh and yahweh means that god is here and now and always been So God has always been Yahweh in your life. God was Yahweh before you got in that relationship, and God is going to be Yahweh when you get out of that relationship. God was Yahweh before you got that job, while you were in that job, and when you got let go of that job. Amen. God is Yahweh in your family now, in your family tomorrow, in your family forever. God is always with us. Amen. So we look in the land of Israel. God has caused a great drought of three years to fall upon the land because the people have uh, turned towards another God named Baal for their needs and their supplies. And when you let other things in your life try to sustain you besides God, God will rip them away from you. He will take those things that you try to lean on and understand, and he will pull them out. That is why so many of us have been struggling with relationships a lot in our lives. Because as soon as we get that person in our lives, we automatically put them on a pedestal and put them before God. And God says, I'm a jealous God, and I'm going to remove this out of your life because I love you. That was for somebody in here today. See Psalms 119, 15 through 17 that says, Get out of my life, you evil-minded people. Some of this should be just posted right when we wake up. It's right there. So we see this every single day. For I tend to obey my God. Lord, what? Sustain me as you promised that I may live. Do not let my hopes be crushed. Sustain me and I will be rescued. Then I will meditate continuously On your decrees. See some of us. It says Lord sustain me. That you have promised that I may live. Some of us have truly never lived. Because we've never truly. Been sustained by God. That our lives are always in competition. With other things in our life. And we've never truly lived out. The experience that God wants in our lives because we've never truly let him sustain us, amen. So that is the state of the land of Israel in this time and, and, and as we go into this and we break down the scripture with Elijah, I want to talk about three ways that the enemy will hold us back. And if we go back to verse 41 in 1st Kings, it says and then Elijah said to Ahab, go ahead and eat some eat to dr- eat and drink. Ugh what i need to do and <laughs> for what for i what i i i see i know it's been written down on paper and hand delivered to no for i hear i hear a rainstorm coming don't be discouraged when god only speaks something into your life and you instantaneously don't see it. How long has there been a drought? Three years there's been a drought. So immediately, the God, God speaks to Elijah and goes, there's a rainstorm coming. And without even seeing any evidence of it, he gets immediately excited. You know why? Because he was thirsty. He was thirsty physically for rain. But also spiritually he was thirsty and when you are thirsty enough Even the sound of rain Even just the mere voice of god speaking something into your life will totally radically change you and you will start to get excited See that's why so many of us It's so easy for us to come into this place and so easily be distracted If you were thirsty enough Amen. I said if we were thirsty enough, it's a shouting message this morning. If we were thirsty enough when we came in here, we would be like, keep preaching. It's been an hour, but I need this in my life because I'm thirsty. I'm in a drought. This is what sustains me. Amen. But in the beginning, when God speaks something into your life, man, it is. Beginnings are hard. To start anything out, it's hard, and I don't want don't 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 despite your beginnings, because if we get where if we forget where we came from, we will lose sight to where we're going. See, when you start out with something, most most of the time, when you start out, the outcome is different from when you first started. Amen. See, I I remember me. As as uh, an apprentice drywaller, I was horrible. <laughs> it was awful. They would just have to go this. Why did we hire this guy? This guy is awful, you know. But as time went on, I'm not that same person as I started out with. Amen. I, who who loves that show? How It's Made. I love How It's Made. Yep. See, there we go. How It's Made is a great nap show because that guy's just got a herd. this is how a canoe is made. And you're just like, oh, that, and you just fall asleep watching it. But How It's Made is awesome because you're like, that's how they make a kazoo? Wow, you know, it's like you take for granted. See, you take for granted because you don't know how the process is from the start to finish. And when you know from the start to finish, you appreciate the end product. So much more. Jen, you are a songwriter. Which hasn't written a song in a long, long time, which she needs to do again. But anyways, <laughs> when you start out a song, from the first time you put it to the scratch paper to the end, is it the same? No. That song sucked at the beginning. <laughs> it was awful. Horrible. Wow. But don't despise those those Beginnings. Don't despise when God just goes, there's something I want to do in your life. And you immediately don't feel it. You know, if we go back to Genesis 1, how God started out, it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was out form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And some of you have came to this place today today, and you feel you are without form and, at, and, and void, and you just don't know what God is, wants to do in your life. But his spirit is still hovering over you, saying, it's just the beginning. Let me do my work. You may feel formless. You may be feeling lost. You may, I don't know what direction to go. And God is saying, I'm all around you. Don't despite the start. Don't despise these beginning times because you're going to appreciate where I'm going to take you. Amen. Amen. So the first thing the enemy does is he, he makes things invisible. And that gets in our minds because we so want to see. We are a tangible people. Man, we see it and we're like, yeah, that's what I want. An enemy will, 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 will move on your mind and mess with you and say, it's not there. That's invisible. And God is saying, it may be invisible, but I'm still with you. Amen. So we go down to verse 42, and it says, Elijah got in his power position, that he got down with his face between his knees. Amen. I'm praying that I can even do that. I can't even do that no more. Praise God. That's my prayer. Can I even can I pray like you, Elijah? I don't have that mobility. But you know what? Sometimes it takes us to be uncomfortable, to be in an uncomfortable position. Sometimes to fully get what what God wants in our lives. Amen. I need a help. Noah, why don't you come up here? I need a helper. I need a good. Sh- I need a. I need a servant. I need a servant. Go. Noah's a good servant, amen. No, you're not preaching. you got to get down off the pulpit. Okay. So in verse 43, if we, can, if we can pull up the verse 43. So it says, Elijah got in his what? He got in his power position, amen. His power position, his prayer. Just like Jeff said, man, don't, don't despite prayer night. Man, that is, that is where your power lies, Amen. When he sent a servant, he says, go look towards the sea. So what you're going to do is the back door's the sea. So you're going to run like the servant did, and then you're going to come back, and you're going to tell me there was nothing there. Okay, so he sent his servant out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> all excited because God, now, now in this meantime, God is saying, there's a rainstorm coming. There's something God's going to do in your life. And the servant ran, and he came back, and he's all eager, and, and, and Elijah is in his power position. Servant, what's there? There's nothing there. Go again. <laughs> Lord, you told me, you told me, you told me there was a rainstorm coming, God. You, you spoke this into my life. And, and, and I know, I know, shadow of doubt, you hear me. What, what is there? There's nothing. Go again. This may be funny. But this is the spiritual battle that a lot of you guys are going on right now. Come back. Come back. What was there? Nothing. Still nothing. You know what? As you pray, you you stay right there, but you can take a break. But that's okay. You know why? Because what does Romans 10, 17 say? Let's pull it up on the, on the screens here. For by faith comes by what? What did Elijah do? He what? He heard God. And by hearing the word of God. How many of us would have gave up on the second trip? On the second report? How many of us would have just cashed it in? It must not have been the Lord that I heard because he told me that he wanted to do this in my life. But I don't see the evidence of it yet. So I'm just going to walk away. See, this is what some of us look like when we're in our drought sometimes. But what I loved about Elijah as the servant, each time he sent his servant and he came back, it said Elijah never once looked up. Because I believe if he would have got up out of his power position and actually physically saw nothing was there, it would have broke his spirit, amen, that sometimes we just got to push on despite what the report says and stay in and sustain ourselves in God, amen. Hebrews 11, chapter 1. Now faith is the substance of things, what, seen and brought before me? No, hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, Amen. Just because you don't see it in your life right now does not mean God didn't say it. See, maybe first the change needs to happen inside of us before we can see the change in our situation. See, Hebrews 11.3, as we pull that up on the screen, it says, by faith we understand that the world's we're framed by the word of God. Here we go. This is, this is the kicker right here. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. That there are so many things going on in our lives and battles And wars that we have no concept. Because the Bible says that what? We don't fight against fleshing blood. But against spirits and powers and principalities of rulers and dark places, amen. That just for you to come to church today, spiritual battles, spiritual blood was spilt upon the plains of, you know, the upper plains. That you can come into this place today. The seventh time, the seventh time he sent that servant. And the servant came back, and I love how it was what? The seventh time, in completion, in wholeness. And what do you see? You saw something, huh? It said he saw something. He saw a little cloud. Amen. Praise God. Go. We're going to. I'm going to pray for Noah at the end for his healing there. <laughs> Verse 44, if we can pull that up. And I saw a cloud about the size of a man's hand rising from the sea. What? What do you mean? Well, God, you spoke to me that there's going to be a mighty, a mighty thunderstorm. And I've got the hamburger helper hand <laughs> coming up out of the ocean. This is way number two the enemy. Will hold you back from what you want. That he will nullify. And make you think God's blessings are insignificant in your life. See this wasn't was, this. I didn't expect this God. And so many times God speaks something into our life. And he starts to move and we act like a little child at Christmas. Well I didn't want this. I didn't want that one. I wanted this one. I didn't want the red one. I wanted the green one. Whatever. I ain't even gonna play with it. And we walk. But so many times we we come into that, and and we go back a couple of chapters, and we see that Elijah is surviving from ravens coming and feeding him bread. Amen. Ravens, a dirty bird coming down and just feed them scraps to get by. Amen. And some of us need to stop telling God. How he needs to bless us in our life. Amen. To stop dictating how we're supposed to receive. What if Elijah got up and said. Nope I want it to come on Shetland ponies. On little plates. And little cakes on top Lord. That's how I want to be blessed. And God is like no. This is how I'm going to bless you in this moment. But the enemy will come in. And make those blessings. Insignificant in your lives. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 28 and i love the holman christian standard bible version of it it says god has chosen the world's what insignificant insignificant and despised things the things that are viewed as nothing so that he might bring nothing that he might bring to nothing the things that are viewed as what Lord, there's something. You made something out of nothing, Lord. Because what did it say? He got excited about what was happening, amen? He was truly and genuine excited about it. But the enemy, your whole life, has told you how insignificant you are. You're never going to make it. You're never going to amount to anything. God is calling you out today and says, I can take nothing and make you into something, amen? Amen. That I can take a little boy's lunch and feed 5,000 people with it, amen? Amen. That I can take an ill-equipped shepherd boy and defeat the biggest giant in the land, amen? See, whatever you do for God is significant it means something man if you come and you vacuum and that's all you do and you vacuum for god that is significant to him amen bill he came down here yesterday when nobody else knew what was going on and he pressure washed the whole church bill that was significant what you did for god amen how many of you are in where's our cr people raise your hand where's our cr people How many of you got chips within the last six months? Amen. Those are significant. Your chips. I don't care if it's 30 days. I don't care if it's one day, one week, one year, two weeks. Yesterday, an hour ago. It's significant. Don't let the devil downplay and say the things that you are getting over are insignificant. Amen. And then he shouted. See, because Elijah knew what just a little bit can do. Because this previous story, he ran into a widow that just had a little bit of oil and a little bit of flour. And Elijah's all, I can work with a little bit. I can work with a little cloud. It's coming. The storm is coming. I can work with that. Who can work with that, amen? I told you this is a shouting sermon. Can we shout? Can we get up and shout? 15 seconds. Right now, can we get up and shout that God can work with a little cloud? That I can take something and make it? That nothing's there? Nothing's there, but I can work something in it. Praise God. It's okay to get excited. And he shouted. And here we go. See, there was a reason why I got you to get up and shout. Because it was after, after he shouted, the heavy wind came. See, after the shout, the heavy wind and the terrific rainstorm came. And if we go to verse 46... It says that the Holy Spirit came upon him, and he tucked his girdle in, and he ran ahead of the chariots all the way back to the city, which was 15 miles. It said that God gave him supernatural abilities, amen, that despite what it looks like, if I shout for it, that God will meet my need, amen, exceedingly and abundantly more just running in front of that chariot, going backwards, going, it's a little cloud, but it matters, amen, it matters, so now we go to the third thing, the third way the enemy holds us back. And I didn't put it in there, I'm sorry. If you can jump to 1 Kings 19, 1 through 4. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it. So, he's praying. The clouds coming. He shouts, man, God is all over Elijah. And he's just running, praising God, amen. When Ahab got home, he told Jezebel everything that Elijah had done. Including the way that he killed the prophets of Baal. So Jezebel sent a message to Elijah. May the God strike me and even kill me by this time tomorrow. Have I not killed you just as you've killed them? And Elijah was afraid. And fled for his life. And he went to Beersheba, a town in Judah. And he left his servants there. And he went alone into the wilderness traveling all day and sat down under a solitary bloom tree and prayed that he might die. The third way the enemy will hold you back is by intimidation. The enemy will intimidate you. See, uh, Jezebel couldn't kill Elijah because of Jezebel could kill Elijah. She would have killed him. Instead of sending him a message. That if the enemy was going to destroy you. He would have destroyed you in your addiction. If the enemy could destroy you. He would have destroyed you. If the enemy can make the rain stop. He would have stopped the rain, amen. But there is something a calling, a covering. Just like we said, uh, that God is hovering over you for a purpose, for a calling, amen. That the enemy could have took you out years ago if he wanted to, but he can't. All he can do is intimidate you. See, the enemy has lost the battle over your soul 2000 years ago when Jesus Christ died on a cross. We see now a man who prayed for the rain and shouted victory is running from the same rain that he prayed for. See, as human beings, our natural instincts in our minds are to survive. Just survive. And sometimes in our Christian walk, there is a seizing of surviving. That it's okay just just to have the faith to get to church. Sometimes we are in seasons like that. That we live moment to moment surviving to get to the place where God wants us to be. But if the enemy can constantly keep you in survival mode... Instead of thriving mode. Then he's won. Because you weren't meant just to survive. You were meant to thrive. See a lot of you. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up. See a lot of us are running from outcomes. Outcomes. That have already been taken care of. That you are running from a calling that has already been set and established before the foundations of the earth. See, when you run from the rain, you run from the blessings. That the same thing that Elijah prayed for, he'll never get to experience it hiding in a cave. And the same things that you pray for and that you strive for, you will never experience it. Hiding. Hiding in a cave. And I guess the third slash fourth thing God or the enemy will do, and I believe he does this so masterfully the enemy is he isolates you i'm gonna ask right now if everyone if you if if you need to leave if you need to dismiss um i'm gonna ask that you just quietly do it now because i believe god wants to really move and do something and each and every one of us this morning so if you have to praise god we're glad that you came out and worshiped with us if not I'm going to ask each and every one of you this this morning just to stand and just close your eyes. and, And if you're willing, just lift your hands right now to receive that rain that God has called upon you, right? And with every eye closed, see, Elijah was isolated. Alone, Afraid in a cave. Afraid of the same blessing that he prayed for. And he said, Lord, I'm the only one. I'm all by myself. Nobody understands what I'm going through. And he asked the Lord, just kill me now. Just end it now, God. And it said the Lord came... In a still small voice. And he came down and he spoke to Elijah. And he said there are 7,000 more. That haven't bowed down to Baal. What he was telling Elijah is. You're not alone. You're not alone. And I want everybody right now to look around. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not in this battle by yourself. You are not alone. The enemy will try to isolate you and feel like you're the only one that's ever gone through this. That you're the only one and that you are going to sit there and die in this cave, in this moment, in this place. In your life right now. And God is saying. You are not alone this morning. Amen. To step out of the cave. And get out of the drought. And enjoy the rain that God has for you. Amen. So if that is you this morning. If you are one of these three things. If you're fighting the invisibility. That you just can't. You can't grasp it. Because you can't see it this morning. Or number two. That God is trying to make the things that he wants to do in your life insignificant. If he's trying to downplay what God wants to do in your life, I'm going to call. I ask you to come forth. And then if the enemy has been intimidating you, that you've been praying for something, and when it came, you got scared and ran away. If that is you this morning, I'm going to ask you to come forward. Our prayer team is going to come up. We're going to meet with you. We're going to agree with you that God is going to move in your life.